Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and not so busy small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rao, also a midwife with the same very highly effective but not super busy home birth practice. I do this for Devana, by the way. <laughs> and I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you guys at our awesome out-of-hospital practice. Awkward, awkwardly defined home birth practice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When that line got like missed for a hot second, I totally thought it was Kim's fault because she's gotten so good at this podcast that she's just on her phone most of the time now. I so I just like, assume she's time. the problem. I like to multitask. <laughs> multitasking at its finest um so it's really beautiful out today it's so beautiful we're sitting on the porch it's a beautiful fall day we did that thing again where we're like we're gonna be super productive today and then we talked for four hours and we're finally getting started recording at two o'clock in the afternoon yeah and the best part about that is you guys literally hung out yesterday i haven't seen you since saturday but you guys literally hung out a lot yesterday since saturday god that was a long two days so it's three a lot has happened since then mary can we talk about our codependency issue for a minute i don't like to call it that i don't think that's what it is i have to say though this is re- actually maybe it is because when i am texting with you guys while i'm driving i don't text and drive but i will pull up our conversation as i'm driving so i can watch you guys text <laughs> to see what's being said and i'm just like this is a problem i literally don't do this for anybody else so one of the birth stories we're gonna tell this week on the way there <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we talked about the this facet of the of the births recently on no. the last one no. well may i don't know but we Meredith and I talked the whole way to the birth. It's like an hour drive, too. So she got there 15 minutes before (laughs) me. So she's like, okay, I'll just see you when you get here. So she hangs up. And then I was like, well, now what I'm going to (laughs) do? Oh, I'll turn on our podcast so I can listen to us talking. (laughs) And I did. I listened to like, because I still had a little bit. I like to listen to the episodes in case something crazy happened. And I can ask you to take it out. So (laughs) then I'm driving and I'm like, oh, my God. I just talked to Meredith for an hour. 45 minutes and then I listen to <laughs> Meredith and Jess talk for 15 and then I'm going to get out of my car and go do a birth yeah. with Meredith like this is a problem yeah <laughs> no I actually do that too sometimes when I'm feeling down which has been happening a lot for some reason I'll just like put on our podcast or my Bluetooth in my car has decided even if I haven't been listening to our podcast that when my Bluetooth connects it automatically turns on our podcast nice and so sometimes I just listen to it and I'm like oh my god I love my friends and also <laughs> I called Jess after I left that birth too so I literally talked to you on the way and her on the way home yeah, actually I didn't so make ridiculous. it home because you called me to go to another birth oh, in yeah. theory I was going home we'll talk about that too and yeah. the last time I took a road trip. I had three more hours left to go and it was raining balls. And I was like, that sounds hairy. It was <laughs> that is a hairy situation. It was, it was hairy. <laughs> I also needed new tires. Apparently the tire guy thought I was going to die when I brought it in. So I don't know how I survived it. But I was like, all right, I need to pace myself for the next three hours. What should I do? So I put on three episodes of our podcast, and I knew exactly how to pace it. And it worked amazingly, and I <laughs> laughed the whole time. Is that it's a problem? It's such a problem. No, we just, like, give each other oxytocin highs. And is I that, can't is listen it, to our Is that podcast. egotistical of me? Is it <laughs> egotistical? <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me of the joke, I'm so unlucky. If it were raining vaginas, I'd get hit with a dick. Yes, I love that one. I never used that enough. I don't either, but I just brought it back. So we usually have been updating you on what we've been up to the last week. The only biggest thing that we have been up to is that we had our two-year anniversary. Yay. Which I want to apologize in advance because we gave... That that was me. I talked... No, 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 not that. We gave everyone like so little notice about the fact that we were having a hangout, Um, but it it went really well. It was awesome. And maybe honestly it was for the best because it was total chaos. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had no idea. Like the brewery is usually busy on Saturday night. Especially when Robbie Lyman plays. But the brewery was like a whole new level. It was a monster. Of busy. It was crazy. This Saturday night. And we, I walked in and I was like, 
holy shit it's like crazy in yeah. here yeah there was a benefit going on and robbie lemon was playing and we had i mean when you add kids to our gatherings like we yeah. end up having probably it 15 to 20 lot. people come because there's so many fucking kids but we had we had some of our patrons come out and we had an amazing Good time, time to shout out to one of our newer ones that we haven't yes. done yet. so we got a new patron and we were supposed to shout her out several episodes back and we thought we had done it and i went back and listened and i was like oh we talked about doing that after the break and then we didn't do it so we are doing it right so we're now. doing it right now so we have a new patron uh, Kim, do you want to sh- do you want to shout her out? Yeah, it's Mandy, and she's yeah, freaking Mandy. awesome. Mandy's awesome. She brought us the happy she- anniversary balloon, which is so yes! sweet. She yes. came to our hangout. She this comes weekend. to our hangouts all the time. She's so she like came- loyal and fantastic. She and her husband came over dur- at the end of the hoot nanny. She came to the, the Haynes hoot nanny. Remember those jokes they were telling? They oh were my so- god! <laughs> yes, her husband because- has this like deep voice, and he just. Like, I was laying yeah, on the ground it. on the fire, like around the fire. You were laying on the fire? That yes. sounds I think horrible. we were laying on each other around the fire. We were laying we on each other doing. around the fire. And it was like the end of the night thing where you're just kind of like in and out of sleep. And, and her man was just making like all these like hysterical dad jokes. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'd just be like. <laughs> and, then, and then close your eyes again. <laughs> and then I'd be like, who is that talking? Oh. Okay. I think I think Mandy and her son brought like one of the most magical moments the whole night for me, not at the Hoot Nanny, but at our gathering, because there's this guy who comes to the brewery to dance like every week and he's just such a joy to watch. Like he's all about like footwork and he like gets his legs going. Yes, he does. He like goes, goes, goes and he's just in the his own world. The one who looks world. like a deadhead? Yes. Okay. And then her son who he's how old is he now? He's a year old. He's a year, right? Okay. So he's t- and he's tiny, but he like Mandy was talking about how like they have a lot of instruments at home and like she teaches music. So he's all about music. And so this guy dancing, he just like fell in love with him and just was like walking up to him and is like wobbling his legs with him. And <laughs> so it cute. was the sweetest thing. Oh my gosh. It was and, so sweet. And our kids were there too. And they immediately, as soon as they got there, went up and they were all dancing yeah, together. They at won't one like, they don't even care if we dance anymore. They don't need no, us anymore. At one point we had like a dance circle going with like a older hippie lady and we were taking turns like dancing in the middle. <laughs> It and was Cindy came, who, which is always oh, a good Cindy. time. She's such a fun dancer. So it was a really good time for all of you patrons or just people who listen. You should really come to our next hangout. We'll and give a bigger. We need to give a longer. We need to give yeah. a. And thanks to Olivia for coming out, too. That yeah, was, Olivia. She always, always um, shows up. Valen, what? Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Did you see Chuck, like, holding him? No. It was hilarious. I swear, Vail, he's as lo- he's like as tall as me now. Yeah. yeah. Olivia like just immediately passes him off because he's such an, a beautiful anomaly of just like mass. <laughs> and so <laughs> Chuck went to pick him up. Like, and even Chuck was like, whoa. And then he like started doing reps with them. He was like, this guy would get me in shape in no time. <laughs> as if that's Chuck's problem. But it was amazing. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I kept rubbing his head. Like everything about him is adorable. Yeah. yeah. He's perfect. Huge. He's eight months old wearing 18 month clothes mm-hmm. and, and growing and, like, out squishing of them through Oh yeah. my goodness. That's awesome. So yeah, we had a beautiful time. Shout out to Box Office Brewery. Oh my for gosh, thank you for tolerating for us. us as much as you Listen, do. I Tom and I know like he's always doing something. And he always like walks around to make sure everyone's doing well. But he, he had cleaner in his hand and a rag <laughs> in the other, and he was running his butt off yeah, that night. That I'm like, hey, hey Tom. Oh, hey Tom. Oh. Like, <laughs> I will say though. <laughs> I went to the brewery the next day for a beer and I was sitting by myself at the bar and um like tom obviously knows who i am but he got my name wrong so i was like playing my word game and he walks past me like behind me and he goes see you later val (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't answer and so he goes bye val and then he like gets on my face he's like see you later val and then i was like oh hey tom Oh. No, you should have said, hey, Tim. <laughs> He's just like, so used to us being a thruple. Yes, I was like, I'll see you later. And then he walked away, and I, I looked to the guy next to him who had laughed and been like, yeah, I heard you talk to her three times. And I was like, sorry, I was playing my game. And I was like, by the way, my name's not Val, and he's probably going to hear someone say it the next time I'm in there, and he's going to be like, shit, that's right. <laughs> you didn't tell him? No. I don't think I would either. I'm the worst. It's so awkward. No way. It's Jess. <laughs> Just Jess. It's Honestly, Jess. though, as much as he supports us, I don't give a fuck if he gets our name right. No. Like, he yeah. tolerates our crazy ass children. Do you know how many people's name he has to remember all the time? Yeah. Way more no. than we do. He's and amazing. I don't remember our mom's names half the time. No. And I'm like, hey. Hey, mama. Mm. Yeah. You <laughs> 
familiar. I remember your birth, just not your name. Oh, I do that yes. all the time. Yeah. Um, so speaking of births, because that's what this podcast is apparently. It's not like it's a podcast. It? Our podcast <laughs> is apparently about births. Um, and occasionally it's about births. Yes. So this week we have had three very beautiful easy births in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked Which about. We're so grateful. For. Yes, we talked about one of them on the last episode. And last November, we did an episode. We've had three additional births since that one. So technically, we've had four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So last November, we did an episode called It's Raining Butter Births. And so we thought, hey, it's been almost a year. It's time for another Butter Birth episode. Because we talk about a lot of really heavy shit on this podcast sometimes. Yep. And it's really nice to balance it out by telling really successful stories. Yeah. And, and also I- gives people hope for their future births as well. And I want to say that I feel like. And you guys can like tell me if I'm wrong, but the majority of the births You're we wrong. see, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> the majority, the majority, more than less, of the births we see are pretty straightforward to the point births. But sometimes it's like the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and so you tend and and our society as a whole tends to talk about the births where something doesn't go yeah. right oh yeah it's sure. always like that when you're like out at the store and people are like let me tell you about all the things that went horribly wrong at my birth and you're like oh my gosh like i am so sorry that happened i can create space for it but damn yeah like, it's a lot it's a lot but there's like a majority of the time where we have moms and we just know their birth is going to be super straightforward mm. it's going to be we don't know, but we have a we're feeling. feeling we it. were pleasantly surprised by it's one of the births. This yeah, time around, I feel like. Yeah, and so we're gonna tell these birth stories of the weeks, and we're just gonna talk about how usually birth goes just fine. Yeah, I love this. I'm really excited about this episode. Yeah, yeah, because you just we just want all of you it. out there like a mom. <laughs> that was a really weird pause yeah. where we all just kept looking at each other like somebody say no. This is what it would be like if we hadn't like this is how mo- most people communicate but we've got to the point where we don't do this anymore. No. We're reading each other's minds but they can't hear it. <laughs> so you got to say it out loud. Say it out loud. Loud and strong. Alright. So I'm going to tell my birth story of the week first because I feel like it was the birth story that happened first yeah, out of all the births we've chronological done. order. Chronologically. So I feel like to start this birth story, I need to tell a little bit about her first birth story because I was also her doula for her birth story, her first birth story. Yes. <laughs> You'll get it. I'm almost there. <laughs> You're supposed to be our leader. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. I just want to say that we took a little break and then as soon as we started recording, my neighbor started going up and down the road in his ATV. Yeah. Earlier, fun. he had a man strapped to the front I of it. I mean, <laughs> it's a four-wheeler, also known it as a Trump. quad, it's if a you're quad. a European. All right, you nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you redneck nerd. Um, so anyway, for her first birth, um, I went to her house, and I knew it was a first birth. This woman labors so beautifully. It's so hard to tell what's going on. Oh, that's so hard. So it's one of those births where I was there. She's laboring on the couch. I remember like I was I was sitting on the floor against a recliner. She was laying on her couch and she was on her side and she had her leg thrown up over like the back of the couch. And and she was just having contractions and she just like breathed through them. How tall is she? I don't know, but it worked. Kim, not she's actually you. no, she's actually tiny. She's not tall. She's just very flexible. Maybe she's double jointed. But it worked for maybe they have a tiny couch. I don't know. I just <laughs> was it a was large act- woman or a tiny couch? <laughs> it was actually a children's chair. <laughs> the world will never know. So I remember being at her birth and like doing that thing where I'm like trying to decide. She also was birthing at the hospital an hour away the first time. So I'm like sitting there and I was doing that thing where it's like I like lay back in between contractions and I like close my eyes. And then like during contractions, I like come forward and I like rubber butt. And I was doing that thing I do where I'm like part of me feels like she's really far along and part of me feels like we are going to get to the hospital and she's not going to be far along at all because she's handling this so well. Mm -hmm. So we eventually just decide to go. And so we get to the hospital and she was eight centimeters dilated. And nice. then, do you celebrate or do you not? You don't. 
You don't. Oh, I celebrated in my head. Which I still want to do. I know do. this is a Butterbirth episode, though, so yeah. I kind of had that going. So I still want to do a whole episode about, like, the whole eight centimeter mm-hmm. lie thing and the things <laughs> that go behind that. You mean the mo- one that your mom's perpetuating constantly? Yes. <laughs> and that I see perpetuated constantly in my own practice. Yeah, but that that um worksheet that your mom brought and I read... Did you tear it apart? No. It goes through my head all the time. Like, I'll think of a couple lines. Like, okay, she's only pushing at the peak. That means she's probably about nine. Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. So, anyway, we get there, and, like, she had driven for an hour, and then, you know, you get there, and all that adrenaline happens, and then, like, things kind of slow down, and it actually took a while for her baby to be born, but it was actually a super awesome hospital birth because it wasn't a hospital I go to a lot and it took a really long time for her to have her baby she ended up having a full bladder that was keeping things going but me and the nurses were just like working together so well that at one point the nurse comes to me and goes you're not just a doula are you and I go I mean, I don't know. Um, no, I'm a doula and a podcaster. I'm kind of a birth <laughs> and a birth assistant. I was like, I'm a I'm a birth assistant too. She goes, <laughs> she goes. That's the like snidest I've ever heard you. She I'm a goes, birth assistant too. Me and the other nurses were talking. We're like, that can't just be a doula. She's, That's happened to you before. Uh, so I was just like, oh, okay, because like, we were like going back and forth. She's so much, secretly like, to make Askin's like, protege. <laughs> let's try this. Let's try that. What if we do this? And you, and and eventually, what happened was that we ca- we did a catheter because she could not pee, and that's when the baby came out. Um, and so, yeah. So Good the nurses keep up your sleeve. The nurses afterwards were like, "Can we have some of your cars? We want to recommend you to our clients." But I ultimately didn't do that because they're far enough away that Virginia. I feel like most of their clients are going to be like way too far out for me, so I didn't do it. Anyway, so. Her her first birth went super fast at first and then kind of, like, took longer. But I knew going into her second birth, you know when that happens. If she got to eight centimeters that easily, yeah, it's going to be... Yeah. So... It has the potential to be very precipitous. Yes. So she hires me again. And so she calls me in the morning. And I was actually about to head to Northern Virginia for an appointment. And she says, so I just want to let you know. And her labor was so textbook it was just like textbook 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 like everything's perfect and so she's like I just want to let you know I've been having contractions like 10 to 15 minutes apart no big deal my husband's also an hour away I just wanted to let you know and I was also like hmm probably should let him know also well she let him know too but I was like hmm do I want to go to my appointment that's an hour away because that's gonna be at least three hours Oh, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. but I also in the other direction. Yeah, so I ultimately decided to, which which was fine. And so I get back and I. Oh, that's not the direction I thought that was going in. No. Me either. <laughs> so I get back and I text her. And I'm like, "How are things going?" And so it's again textbook. She's like, "They're not that intense now. They're more like every seven minutes." And I'm like, "All right, awesome. They're probably going to pick up as evening comes on." And so she calls me in the evening and she's like, "So I don't. I really don't know." When to tell you to come? Because, I mean, I'm fine. They're happening this often, but I'm totally okay. They were eight minutes apart. And so me, it was like that time of night where we were like, God, I really want to go to sleep. So I was like, and she's like, the midwife is just coming. So so she had this baby at home. Yes, she decided to have this baby at home, which was only 15 minutes from my house. So oh, that that's was so nice. Really nice. And so she said, they're eight minutes apart. They're not that intense. They're a little more intense than they were. So I'm like... God, I know her birth could go so fast, but eight minutes apart, we don't know. And I was like, okay, well, if your midwife's already on the way, if things get more intense, let me know. If you feel like you need me, let me know. Because she was just kind of like, I don't want to call you too late, but mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I need you. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say, yeah, what a dedicated midwife. For yeah. sure. Because there is no way in hell I would be driving to someone's house. I think you say that. At eight minutes apart. I think you say that. But we've been in situations before for moms that we anticipate well, a quick labor. The one you've where, offered to do yeah, that. Yeah, the one where we just had our the four, our fourth together if she called and said, my contractions are only eight minutes apart, but I would certainly drive to her house. So, And I feel like if you got off the phone with someone and your gut was like, actually, you would totally listen to that. So uncommon. And her midwife, <laughs> and her midwife was like an hour away. I'm going to need you to call me back when you can see the head. <laughs> 
And her midwife actually ended up saying after the birth, like, we were just fine with sitting there for a long time if that's what happened. Because yeah. they'd been on, mm-hmm. she'd been on vacation for a while too, which helps, I think. I don't know if that helps or not, but she was. So anyway, like, I was 15 minutes away. So I was like, all right, if anything changes, you feel like you need me immediately, I'm 15 minutes away, I will head right that direction. And so she ends up, the midwife ends up getting there an hour later. She checks her, she's six centimeters. She's like, or it's actually a dad, like, you can head on over. And I was like, all right, I'm heading on over. Not because we need you, just because it feels right. Yeah, there was never really a no. moment where she was like, I need extra no. support right she now. Was, yeah. When I got there... He was like, we started coffee for you. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what an angel. Yeah. I have to say, though, a lot of our clients do that. We're really lucky. Like, yeah. we walk in the door to coffee. They were, like, perfect. He texted me. He was like, the door's open. I started coffee for you. So I knew that there was already. Stop hitting on me. It's completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is in labor, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, awkwardly run my hand in my hair. I'm like, coffee, huh? <laughs> you had me at coffee. <laughs> Do you have any that pr- is a t-shirt. Do you, I think. Pr- <laughs> do you have any prosciutto ham in there? <laughs> Put some with it. We are sold. So make me a meat cake, and I am yours. Yeah. So I pull. So I pull in. I already know. Like the midwife had come with her student and her assistant, and so I was like, God, there's a lot of people up there. So I go down to the kitchen. Nothing crazy is happening. So I'm like drinking my coffee. <laughs> Imagining you in their pantry, just like sneaking. Yeah. No, her husband, (laughs) I would do that. But her husband was downstairs, so I got a cup of coffee. I'm like drinking the coffee. I'm talking to him about what's happening. I'm imagining that there's three women up there, and I'm like thinking about going up there and adding another person. And so she comes downstairs, and she's like, Yeah, I'm just like, I mean, they feel pretty intense, but. You know, I don't know. And oh, the she, mom came downstairs. Yeah, so she comes downstairs from the birth room to hang out with you, drinking your coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I only been I only been there for like seven minutes, but like, and so she's just like, and so she has a contraction, and I'm watching her, and she's just like, <sighs> <sighs> and you're like slowly putting your gloves <sighs> on. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, that looks so easy. <laughs> That looks so three centimeters. I <laughs> don't know what to think right now, but I'm going to go with my gut that says this is going to go fast. So we eventually go upstairs and I'm like, it, you know how when they're not that intense, you kind of feel weird getting in their space mm-hmm. and even like rubbing yes. their back mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah. it just like personal space goes away with pain. Yeah. But if there's no pain, you don't want to be getting in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we finally go upstairs. Especially if like, it's going so well, too. You don't want to mess with it. Right. Yeah. Like it's obviously working for them. So I'm sitting on the bed next to her and she she's having contractions like once every five minutes and they're the same. She's just like, not even making noise, just breathing. I had to make the noise because I'm talking to a microphone. Our and, mom um, did the same thing. So I just start like <laughs> rubbing her back kind of awkwardly like, okay, <laughs> we'll see. And, we, and they're getting the tub ready. So he gets the tub ready. She gets in the tub. And then like she gets in the tub and like f- five minutes after she gets in the tub, things pick up a little bit. And she had these amazing like meditation tracks going about like her body being made to do this and but she just labored so amazingly you just have no idea what's gonna happen none at all that really makes it hard to judge it is yeah so hard and so she's has her first contraction and i reach in and i rub her back and she says oh my gosh the rubbing actually helps more than the pool and I was like, great, validation, because you're doing hands, so great. I don't even know what's happening right now. <laughs> and so, like, I'm rubbing her back through every contraction. We do this for, like, maybe 20 minutes. And then she has, like, three contractions that are just, like, really long. But she's still just, like, barely even making noise. Like, hmm. Still going. And she has her, like, things in the background where it's like, your body is made to do this. You are completely and perfectly designed to give birth to your baby. And I'm like, oh, man. Jess is like, I'm buying into this hard. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> and so then, like, so it's like she has two, like, really hard contractions. And then she's like, I feel so hot. And I'm like, I tell her. I feel I, so hot? Hot. So I tell her partner. Like, sexy or, like, no. overheated? <laughs> 
I yeah. really hope someone in my career yeah. shouts out that they feel hot Overheated. as they're pushing a baby out. That would make me so Overheated. happy. She still has barely had any shaking, barely anything, barely any noise has been being made. And so I tell her partner, like, if you go get a bowl of ice water, we can, like, use a washcloth. As soon as he walks out of the room, she has a contraction and she goes, <laughs> and you're like, like, just get it. Abort the ice Come water. Back. <laughs> Come back. I made a mistake. It was like Rose on Titanic. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> and so, like, that happened. She, she pushes her baby out. And there was, like, some D cells at the very end that caused, like, a little bit of anxiety. But she pushes her baby out in, like, less than 10 minutes. And it was just so glorious yeah. and so peaceful. The baby comes out, cries immediately. And I was just like, this is what birth is all about. This, this is how, how we do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that was planned, but it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> and I was just like, it's just, it was just so simple. She had contractions where she didn't even know she needed help. And then people get here and then within an hour, she's pushing her baby out. And she, like, she said, and like, oh, it was hard and I worked hard. But out externally, it was not like, externally. You tell. What's happening here? It is wild. It all, and it's like, we get lucky. We see that. Not all the time, but we see it often, I feel yeah. like. And it yeah. still it's never stops being shocking when you see women rocking it out it's that amazing. Hard. That's why Penny Simpkin, like when I took her class, she was like, you, you got to check in because some women are so calm and quiet, but on the yeah. inside, it's like turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard. And it's. And I don't think it was turmoil for no. her. Like, but it was like, oh, this is hard. Yeah. That's the voice I think of. Like, these are intense contractions. Not like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm freaking out. Yeah. But Just like, this is tougher than I thought it was going to be. It's like the, the like really young mom we had, like when I first started and her like baby was crying. She goes, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like the only thing she said the entire I labor. Oh my I love women in labor. I like I love... Uh, I feel like it's so hard sometimes, though, because like the moms who are really calm externally and panicking internally, they're also so in it that they can't use words. Right. Yes. Even if you check in with them, they can't communicate what's going on inside of their heads because they just are incapable of using verbal communication at that point which is like, like totally Jackie fine like, i wanted to ask for a warm washcloth I but, know, but i like, couldn't no, say it no words and jackie i had you girl i just was really scared your baby was gonna fall out if i left her to get that wet so. warm washcloths cold wash when i was in labor with brock i was like in my mind i was screaming somebody get me out of the tub and do something for this kid's position but not on the outside. I was just like, oh. Maybe somebody will invent a <laughs> device that allows laboring moms' thoughts to like translate. Up. Actually, that would be terrible. I would I take a don't treat master. What women are saying. What can I say? Labor. Except you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe just keeps for ballsing up that. and getting you out of the tub. Thank you. And I'm glad you did. Water broke on my foot. And then we've been best friends forever. <laughs> we were best friends before that. That's fair. Um. So yeah, she had. We just didn't know. Yet <laughs> you knew your best friends, just maybe didn't know your we soulmate. Knew we were best friends. She so yeah, she had the most amazing birth. It was just like so textbook, so beautiful. It gives you hope for all the other births out there and reminds you that it's like birth really does work. Like it really does. That sounds like better than textbook. Mm, yeah, I was gonna say when you said textbook, I was like, oh, it's twenty four hours. <laughs> Yeah. No. Was there crying involved? It was just so simple. Did she yeah. say I'm done and try to leave the house? Sometimes birth is so simple. It Sometimes just it's is so simple. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And she had like you know her team was amazing and and willing to be there for as long as necessary, which is so sweet. Yeah. Although I I will say I'm gonna shout it out right now, even though I don't know if it's appropriate. But I was like I walked in the room and I didn't know who was gonna be in there. I knew the midwife. Like we've hung out before um but i didn't know who any of her other team was and so i walk in like three women sitting on the floor and i'm like hi i'm jess hi i'm jess hi hey we know each other give me a hug and the and the one the assistant goes oh we know each other and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) the worst feeling in the world Mm, not placing you're like you're like panicking you're like oh my god did i see a baby come out of a vagina and i don't remember yeah so it's like it's kind of dark in the room i'm not like paying attention so i was like have we done a birth together i feel like you were blind yeah clearly i was like have we done a birth together she goes no, I was a guest on your podcast, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm a dick." 
<laughs> I'm addicted to you. And then later I was like, I remember you now that the lights are on. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not I know who you are now that the light on my brain is on? I don't know. Her like beautiful hair and her beautiful skin and her face and she's and all so the beautiful things beautiful. she said. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention and it was nighttime you were still and it was dark. And, and it was, was dark. Kind of, yeah. We'll just but, keep excusing you, baby. Yeah. We got you. But it was time to go to our break on that note. Um, so yeah, when we come back, we're going to tell about another really easy birth we did and give you guys some more encouragement for easy births that are very possible. (laughs) Cue the music. (laughs) Oh yeah. So the sponsor for today's podcast is once again, our Patreon account. So what do you get for being one of our patrons? So today, we recorded some behind-the-scenes footage of us recording our podcast. Probably will get more than you could ever want from us, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes we do weird, crazy dance videos. Sometimes we roll in the snow in our bathing suits, because why not? Yeah, so basically the point of this is, is that we would love to have you as a patron of our podcast if you become a patron there are three different levels of monetary support and each level gives you different perks um so yeah check out our patreon account it's www.patreon.com slash wine about birth and we would love to have you on the wine about birth patreon team cheers cheers welcome back from that delightful break that did take way too long (laughs) So many snacks, including a rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie (laughs) chicken. I have a rotisserie chicken in my fridge, Mm. coincidentally, and I thought she picked it apart, and she said, no, I brought my own. (laughs) I also know she she went into pee and then comes out with a massive plate of rotisserie chicken and rice. And and lime cilantro rice. Where did that come from? I brought it. <laughs> I also feel like between the two of you guys, there's always rotisserie chicken here in some capacity. Yeah. I mean, why not? Rotisserie chickens are like amazing. Cheap and, easy. Cheap and amazing. That's what I used to make my chicken my chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. They're like, you need to saute this many chicken thighs. And I'm like, no. But I will go buy a, a rotisserie. rotisserie chicken and pick it apart. Perfect. Your chicken noodle soup is like bangerang. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. It's Chuck's favorite so good you do make really good like soups and chilies i so made good. 20 so good. almost 25 pounds of chili last week i know you sent us a gave picture. a bunch of some out and then i made a whole bunch of a chicken bunch noodle of soup a bunch of stuff i don't know if all of you know this about kim but she is like the queen of making meals for people yeah. who have had babies or who are, going through are a hard time. in the hospital or something it is definitely one of your love languages yeah Food. Who doesn't love food? Would that be considered gift giving or acts of service? Both. Mm, I would say act of service. I am gifting you with my act of service. I'm giving you so much gas. It brings me so much joy. And Chuck drove me around to all these people. I felt like Meals on Wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make Chuck deliver the food as an added bonus? No. But he did get out to pet Jesse's dog, Karma. I was like, oh, he's going to see the dog. And he was like, I'm like, he's fine. Just leave him in the garage. I do love watching Chuck interact with dogs. He loves dogs and Other babies. Than your own dog. Yeah. Not Lucy. Roscoe. Yeah. Only, mm-hmm. only, he loves Lucy. Roscoe, not so much. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be nice to both of them. Mm. Uh, you used to know. say that about your children too, but you just don't care anymore. No. I want to say that currently um, Oscar has moved ahead as my favorite child. I mean, he's been cr- like crushing no, it recently. Max held it for a very long time. Oh, his anxiety is a little much. It's a lot. And I used to say that you can't have a favorite, but you can have a least favorite. You can. <laughs> I That has never changed. And I'm not going to say who that is, but we know we just ruled sure two we of them out. So you, don't have, you don't have to. You can't do that because you have like more than two. But if I choose a least favorite or a favorite, we're all yeah, going to you know all of it. Yeah. I only have two kids. I have. Yeah. yeah I can do. Whatever. I feel like your kids also oscillate throughout the day about which is your favorite. Also, mm. that's fair. Actually, I know exactly. Who <laughs> your favorite is. I mean, I have a least favorite. Your favorite is the opposite of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is weird because I love you so much. <laughs> So weird. I can only have one Jess in my life. I was going to say, I don't think the world can handle multiple Jesses. 
The world will never. And yet you've got two in a single household. (laughs) (laughs) She's a little bit more out of control than me, but she hasn't learned yet. I think you both have your moments. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Touche. Touche. I accept that. (laughs) Touche. Touche. So, <laughs> do we have some shout outs? Yeah, or? sorry. The whole point of that was that we just said, oh, we thought we had to remember some yeah, shout outs you want to do on this break. I do want to do just a quick shout Start over. <laughs> a quick shout out to Amy in Kansas because she sent us an amazing birth story, which we are going to share um, on our next episode. And it's just. I loved her email and her pictures were adorable. And oh my gosh. Okay, you that rocked is. that birth and we are so proud of you and we love being in your head. So I hope we're in your head <laughs> <Yeah>. every time <laughs> you give head. birth. Your email your email brought me so much joy. I was yeah. reading it like in the middle of the night when I woke up having a random anxiety attack that I never have. Um, See, you're slowly becoming me. I don't know, it's girl, happening. that's happening a lot more yeah. recently. And uh, I was like, oh, God, somebody loves me. I this haven't read it yet. And so I want to save joy. it for I'm having a bad day because I feel like it's just going to make everything better. Yeah. And but I also want to say child. I know. But ah. I also want to say to you, Amy, that all of that strength was inside of you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we helped you tap into it or made you feel good. Empowered. But you had it all inside of you all along. You did it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm already like tearing up and I haven't even read it yet. Oh yeah, we'll read it next week. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I want to tell a fun story from yesterday. So I had to send a fax to uh, request records from Winchester OB, which is like not my favorite thing to do, right? Like it's never easy to tell another provider that someone has transferred care. Like it's yeah. not a great they feeling. They don't care. They have hundreds upon hundreds of I moms. I know. You know, they don't even know who she is. I know. And also like... Winchester B sometimes gives our clients hard times for transferring out of hospital care. So it's not like a fun conversation I was looking forward to. Yeah. So I had to call because I only got partial records. And so this really delightful person answers the phone. And I was like, hi, like, my name's Meredith. I was just calling because I need to, like, follow up on these records I asked for. And so she's like, oh, okay. And she, like, gets a squirt away. She goes, by the way, do you have a podcast? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And she just, like, got really excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, like that's so great. Like I recognized your name on your requisition and then like heard your voice and recognized your voice. And I was like, Oh my gosh, are you a listener? And she's like, not really. I've only listened to one episode. Cause it's like a friend of a friend that you interviewed. And, but she's like, I really want to listen more. I just don't really have that long of a drive. No, to I don't do. listen to your stupid podcast. Yeah, but she literally <laughs> recognized my voice from, from one like episode. one episode. That's amazing. And oh my, I was just so ecstatic. And I was like, she was so sweet. And I was just, it was, like, I don't know. It just like made, made my day on your a conversation that made. I like wasn't looking forward to making in the first place. And so anyways, I told her I wanted to do a shout out because how fun is that? I don't know. Like we're so getting to the point where people recognize our voices. Oh yeah. Sorry. Her name is Katie. Hi Katie. Hey Katie. And I promise this is not, so you have to listen to this episode, but no pressure. If but I do, really wanted to say thank you for making out. my day the other day. <laughs> so awesome. I, we're, I still find it really weird when people like recognize us or like mm-hmm. fangirl over us. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's I don't know if that'll ever get normal, honestly. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. It's weird. It's beautiful, but very hard to, like, internalize and conceptualize. But I do love your emails from, like, around the country and the world about how you're learning things. Because I'm, like, making a difference even when I feel useless. Even when we're drinking alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a podcast? No. (laughs) I choose. A what now? Which episode were you listening to? A modcast? What's a modcast? I don't think I know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. I did give our, um, I don't give it out very, I mean, you think I would give it you out You don't give it out often. You give it out all the time. I do give it. give it out all the time. All the time. All the time. But the podcast, I just don't do it. I just, I just feel like it's all different. Like, I'm at work or I'm, <laughs> I'm having you know a hard time I mean? reframing this yes. now that we've shifted it. But you it. never know when someone's going to like it or be offended by it and right. be like, we don't want you to be our provider anymore. But when it comes to circumcision, mm-hmm. and I was like... Okay, this person does not want to circumcise. Her husband does, but he doesn't know why. 
try this episode. Just listen uh, to the guys talk. You I know wanted what I mean? to do another shout out to that too because that happened at our home visit I talked about in one of the last episodes and it just happened yesterday when we went to do a home visit and the mom was like, yeah, we went to your circumcision talk and then you're the reason mm-hmm. why our son is intact. And I was and, like... And just as that awkward thing or she's like, oh, I know I knew you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you looked familiar right. <laughs> In your defense, it was like seven no, years ago. No, instead I all I did was look at the baby and be like, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, oh for that awesome like foreskin you have. Yeah, Not so right. that's what I did. But it's also, a, it's a moo point. It's a moo <laughs> point. It made me realize that I need to start doing those again since COVID is now. Yeah, but how much easier is it to just refer people to the three part series? <laughs> it is. True. But there's something about people being in front of you. They take the information in differently. You just like cutting up that banana and making eye contact. <laughs> I stopped doing that towards the end and my information was still just as effective. Yeah, I, but not one, as terrifying. <laughs> one guy was traumatized by that. She took out a giant sword like knife. And cut off. <laughs> Would you use a katan? The tip. No, of it was like a, a banana, like it was a it was, penis. It was like the kind of knife you chop onions with. Listen, it was one of the biggest knives you could possibly <laughs> find in a kitchen. And so I even said, "Really, you got that?" And she's like, "I couldn't find anything else." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't prepare. I was about to walk it's out my the door. Sword. I pulled out the only knife that was the on sword. the knife rack, and I went in. But. I mean, honestly, if he was that disgusted by what I did to the banana. That is a that is not a moo point. It's not a moo point. <laughs> All right. Let's tell another birth story. All right. You should start. Oh, this is the one that we just did the home visit on recently that we were bragging <gasps> about. Yes. And then also, this is one that we talked on the phone, like, way for the hour drive. So. And when we were taking our group picture, I looked right at him and said, I can't wait to tell Jeff oh, that you're yeah. touching me in this picture. Mm-hmm. I had my your arm, arm was around I had my me. arm around his shoulder, oh and I'm like, Jeff, I'm grabbing his shoulder. But to me, he's like a child. Did you tell him that I thought he was attractive? Uh-huh. Yeah. We told him we all thought he was attractive. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jess thinks you're so hot. That's embarrassing. And then when he took his shirt off, I was like, ooh, I can't wait till Jess took your shirt off. (laughs) He he loved it. Which you did the next morning. And they've been together since they were like 14. So she's obviously used to it. And she knows how hot she is. So she's like, whatever. It's like you and Chuck. attractive. It's so ridiculous. Her mom. All of her family is attractive. It's insane. Her mom is so hot. You missed her family member who has five children and looks like she's 23. Oh, I'm glad I missed that. I would have hated myself. It was insane. It's kind of like you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Just right. like me. Excuse you, Miss Upper Twenties. Everywhere we go. Oh, oh I got I got called Listen. Upper Twenties the other day. Listen. Granted, she was I from get Korea. Called, I get called twenty three. Oh, that was you. Did I misread that text? <laughs> I get called twenty three to twenty five, but that's. I didn't mean it like that. I thought that was. I- just- no, it was me. It was me. I was. I don't mean that because I'm surprised. I just normally don't mix you guys up. I was the second. I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was me, asshole. <laughs> I swear, my reaction was not in surprise of that at all. I always tell you how hot you are. But I do want to say that I I get 23 to 25 most often. So you yeah. said that four times. I well, I'm hold <laughs> hold on to it because soon you'll be like me, I'm and if someone proud. says something nice, Meredith will freak out. I'm a little proud of it. <laughs> okay, so where were right, we? Oh yeah, edited. he took his shirt off. So, um, but before that, Kim and I were talking about it before this episode. Of how this mom, bless her heart, did literally everything you know, we asked her not like, to do. You know that means like F you, right? Yeah. And I I don't mean that, but so they, it's appropriate to what I'm saying right they now. They texted at whatever, three, it was like four. whatever I think time it was. Like four. It was. And I don't know how I got the text because I don't wake up to text. Yeah, even like crushing the text I know, recently. It's weird. So he's like, hey, you know, she's been, can we say her name? Or uh, I just didn't ask about okay, that. I just won't. Um, has been has been contracting all night. Just thought you should know. Mm-hmm. We're getting the room set up. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, Wait. And also, I was thinking like at midnight she started contracting, and then we found out it yeah. was like fucking dinner time. Dinner time. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? She Did was like out at dinner and started having contractions. Dinner time. Did she tell us no? But you know what? Did she tell her husband no? no. 
do you well he asked should we let them know and she said no mm-hmm. or i don't think so or whatever but you know it's probably because she listens to us talk and she's like i'm not gonna bother them but we they don't them know the time. they don't know we know they know we know they know yeah. <laughs> exactly but so we also i said, say all the time like don't wait till last minute and go to sleep yes so i said okay awesome super exciting has she slept or i may have said like how much sleep did she get or whatever he was like no it wasn't even like a a little zero or a couple out no and i was like oh my god you've been up all night does it matter no he was not she woke him up oh, right yeah. when he texted us. He didn't even know she'd been laboring. Nope. I mean, maybe he knew, but he didn't realize how much she'd been laboring she all just, night. She just literally labored all night. Doing her thing. entire labor on her own. Mm-hmm. Who does that? I mean, this people mom. do it. Yeah. She does. She has an insane pain tolerance. So we, you know, we chatted on the phone for a little bit. Physiological pain tolerance. Yes. Go on. What's the difference? Because if you stub your toe, it fucking hurts. Like, oh. hell. There's a big difference between physiological pain tolerance and pathological pain tolerance that we're not going to talk about. I in missed this that episode. part because I blanked out oh. for a second, and then I she was, was thinking like, about his shoulders again. I thought you were meeting like emotional pain. No, that's where my brain that's went. even easier to ignore most of the time. That's oh, anyway, yeah. so I called because I thought if I call and she sounds and she's giggling and she's doing whatever, which in this mom's defense, she you told me she laughed. She while does she's pushing that the last anyway. Like, yeah. She does that anyway. But I thought maybe if it seems less intense, I can suggest a nap. And she, she sounded freaking fine. Mm-hmm. But his point was, well, you know, last time this happened, she was eight centimeters. So mm-hmm. I was like, that is a great point. Mm-hmm. That's a very non moo point. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided we would head over that yeah. way. Which I just want to point out that I think it was funny. It's one of those weird like coincidences where the universe aligns because that happened to you guys and it was the same thing that happened to me where I was like, the midwives are heading there and she's they're only eight minutes apart. Yeah. And then you were telling the story and you're like, they're eight minutes apart and we're heading there. And I was like, oh, it's happening again. But I have to say those Synchronicities. So most of the time when you call me, you're like, it's time to go. Let's go. And anytime you call me and you're like, mm, I don't know, maybe. Mm, I would say most of the time it ends up being like a really great yeah. fast labor. And so well, when you were wishy-washy, I was like, I'm going to start getting ready assuming that this is just going to end up going really quickly because yeah. I feel like that's what keeps happening. Well, he had said, the text said they're every two to three minutes apart and they were getting the room ready. So when I called, I kept them on the phone mm-hmm. and she had she did not have a contraction, I don't think, when we were on the phone. And then when we got there, the space. I was going to say, like, it's hard to be for me to imagine her having contractions that close together because she just labors so spaced yeah. out. Yeah. And so then they just, they spaced out by the time we got there. So we had just decided. When I walked just, in, I was like, mm, but I am telling you, this is what she did last time. Choice. No, I was like, this is what she did last time. Exactly what she did last yeah. time. She just like chills out. And, and she invites like out. her entire family. So they're all just like in and out and hanging out. And she's talking with all of them. And like, like I said, like we usually tell people like protect your birth space. Like, so this was the mom. I just want to know. She This was the mom that we did the birth story where it was like she controlled her labor, where she was like, I don't want to be in labor. And then she like waited. Right. And then when she was like, well, I all had right, two I'm ready like to that, have but my she's baby. the one that came in at, in, at eight centimeters. Yeah. And then she was waiting for her whole family to get there, so she just stopped her labor. Yeah, she stopped her labor. Mm-hmm. And then when she was like, okay, I'm ready to have my baby, she was just like, had a baby. Yeah. That's she did hemorrhage. Sound. Yeah, she had a terrible hemorrhage, which was like a part of the consideration for this birth as well. And yeah. like it yeah. caused a lot of anxiety for both her and her partner and family. Mm-hmm. But So we talked back and forth, and I was like, well, don't let's not check her yet. Let's give her an hour and see if once everyone gets there, because this is how she works. If everyone's there, she'll have her baby. So we give her the hour and then didn't her dad leave or something? Her dad went to go get his bagels because <laughs> he's an angel. And I was like, wait, we can't. Nothing's going to happen if somebody's missing. Like we need everybody here. So um, but he went to get bagels and we talked back and forth about checking her. And the way I, I was like, well, we can check you if you would like to know if then we could help make suggestions. Well, I was feeling stressed because she hadn't slept all night. Right. So then I was like, we're at this place where we're trying to find the balance between like helping you rest or getting yeah. things going so you're not exhausted. And all she kept saying to me was she'd make really hard eye contact. And be like, I'm great sleep deprived. I do really, really well when I'm <laughs> sleep deprived. I'm like, girl, I hear you. But she was like, I'm we fine. Don't, Shut up. We don't also, have to do that. 
that you bugging out of your head <laughs> no she looked like she had no she looked like a night. goddess she looked amazing and then her daughter was in there mm-hmm. and she was like oh my gosh we're having the baby yeah they woke like, her up because it well they woke up after you checked her didn't they yeah so I was trying to, because I couldn't gauge if she wanted me to check her or not. I don't think she cared. And so I kept saying, like, I don't want to, I don't want to check you if you're not feeling okay with it. Yeah. I, I really want you to be comfortable with a check. And then she was like, I don't care. Yeah. So we did. And. The baby was like right there. Yeah. She was complete. She was plus two. I was playing with that water bag. bag. I was like, ooh. Oh, wink, 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 wink. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm Kim like, Kim makes crying. this really amazing sound when she does an exam that like when something good is happening. So like, I don't even need to know yeah. what the check shows because I can tell just from the like joyous sound that you <laughs> I make. I just love yeah. the thing you do with your fingers when you're, you're trying like, ding, to like ding, show ding, ding, us what Yeah, you do that noise. You go, ding, 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 So I was like, I'm just going to sit here and play with this bulgy bag. And she started laughing. And her husband was like, oh my God. But it was true. Like the baby was right there. So... So, like, I'm talking to her, and she goes, well, so, I mean, do I just, like, push, or Because at what? that point, her contractions had spaced out so much that things were, like, She yeah. was barely contracting. Nothing was she happening. She did feel a little bit of pressure with contractions, but they were literally, like, 10 minutes apart. Yeah, like, they were super It could spaced. have been, like, early labor. And now yeah. they were intense when she had them. Like, she okay. was certainly working through them. And mm. I started squeezing. She was. I she tried. still like would chat with you a little bit too. It was nuts. Yeah. So she's, but she was just like, well, I mean, do I like, do I, do yeah, she's like, like do uh, I push no. her? And I was like, I'll tell you what, do whatever you want because it's working. It's, yeah. what do you get in the tub? And she mm-hmm. was like, okay, like we'll, we'll get in the tub. So she gets in the tub and nothing was happening. Like so literally like, they stopped. Could you tell your husband to hurry up with those bagels? Because it's not going to happen. Her, which was her, wait, not her wait, husband, dad, her, her, her dad. dad. Oh, I was talking to her mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know, sorry, but I like it was her dad. Her mom, to her mom. And so she was like, bagels home or something. Like, yeah, she wasn't up. like, get here quick, baby's coming. She just said something like, bagels now. <laughs> yeah, bagels and home or whatever. <laughs> so he gets there and I was like, okay, here we go. Baby's coming. And like, contractions were still fantastic. like 10 minutes to yeah, 15 minutes of whatever and he walks in he's like okay well i'm here so they all sit down the and her kids has are arrived. the fun has arrived i still have to get that shirt yeah i love that shirt anyway so they're all sitting there and there's like eight of them i mean there's like 400 yeah. people and the, the i mean I get, not even everybody was in the room. A lot of people are like standing in the doorway in the hallway too but all just looking at her and mm-hmm. so she's sitting there and she's like in the tub and she's like moving around so she looks at me and finally goes okay what what do i do yeah is there anything i can do and i said yeah kick everybody out and she didn't have to say a word they all just got up they were like come on let's go Mm -hmm. and they all left and i i was like let's just have your daughter sit here with me like Like she had gotten in the corner so she wasn't even looking at her mom she was like i just didn't want her to see anyone so i like stuffed her daughter behind me like in the corner and then i was like okay and it wasn't what at one damn contraction yeah one and everyone i just envisioned them all pressed against the door yeah like as hard as they can like all of them just waiting to hear something or like a clown car where they all just start like tumbling (laughs) through the door (laughs) because she she makes she leans forward and she makes the sound the sound the sound everyone knows and you know you make the sound but you assume like there's gonna be a head and then a little break and then shoulders right so I like jump time. up and Nikki's there mm-hmm. taking pictures. So she's like behind a, or to the side of us or whatever. I blocked her golden picture. She got good ones way. though. She got good ones. And but, then her husband jumped up too and had one leg in the pool. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to get in. We're going to catch this baby together. This is our plan. And I hear her go like, huh. And I was like, huh. So I jump up and she goes, no, she goes, so she did and i was like huh that definitely sounds like a crown sound but it just right. didn't stop just Usually kept going i don't hear ow 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 for crown i hear like a very guttural like no, no she, was she was very like, ginger with it so calm and so i and jump at the same time and i'm yelling call them back in and i jump up well right when you jumped up i must have jumped up too because i was going to get to the door yeah and <laughs> Nope. And even I in start, that amount of time. No. And as I yell, call 
Oh, the door bursts open and like all these people come tumbling back in, like you said, like a clown mm-hmm. car exploding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like jumping up and I look down and the baby had just like shot out. Shot and out. she caught it herself. Just like floating she just, through the water. It and was mom amazing. was like, Oh, like huh. she was like, Oh, there like, huh, there There's, it is. There it is. There's a baby it was here. So funny. It was and I was so like, fast. Because I remember going, Baby. Like, <laughs> yeah. What was I expecting? It's it's a baby. baby. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone baby. in the room was just like, oh. And in that moment, all I could think of was I'm so happy her daughter stayed in the room. Yeah. Because it was so important. Because she to jumped her. up too last minute like, and we got to all like see. Up at yeah. This, at the same time we were jumping up, the bedroom door was exploding open mm-hmm. and it was just everybody was rushing to the birth pool and you know and the mom the, one of my favorite parts is the mom was like obviously enraptured with her baby and so proud of herself but she just kept looking down at the water and going the water's clear Look, the water's clear the because water's clear. they were talking about how at their last birth because of her hemorrhage all of the photos the water looks horrendous because she because had bled she had yeah and so she was just like look how clear it is and it was just like really sweet the first thing she said though when her baby came out it wasn't my baby or oh my gosh she takes the baby, pulls it up to her chest, looks over her shoulder and goes, guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they were outside the yeah. door. Yeah, and I was uh-huh. like, don't you dare apologize mm-hmm. for that beautiful moment. No, and her family, like, Kim, we were joking, Kim was like, do you think they hate me for kicking him out? I was like, no, they were, like, so happy with the way <laughs> it happened, like, the outcome. Like, they're just so thankful that it was so fast for her, you know? It was just so funny because I was watching her, like, just like smiling at everyone and looking around and I'm like she is not gonna have a contraction with all these people looking at mm-hmm. her you know she felt like the one woman on stage yeah like she everyone. wanted them all there I wonder if even we'd even have them turn around damn it <laughs> okay next <laughs> time we'll just have them look in the other direction <laughs> the wash pot never boils I mean in her defense her contractions were already really spaced out anyways so that was my worry too, because her contractions right, did space you're out. You're worried for about hemorrhage with that. And she kept saying, "Like this is what happened last time, and I hemorrhaged." So we had everything set up. Yeah. Um. And then nothing. And this was such a good lesson, I think, for me. Was like, because we tell our clients all the time, like, you might have had a really traumatic first birth experience, but your second could be completely different. different. And you like really hope that for people, but you always want to be prepared. But it's always like a fine balance between like creating space for the trauma of your last birth and your current pregnancy and labor, but also like being able to let it go and letting it be what it's meant to be because it could be completely different. And she did, though, a really good job of taking, she took a whole bunch of really good blood building supplements yeah and so like when we got her to the bed he's like oh man those supplements really worked or something and i uh-huh. was like yeah they did <laughs> yeah it was great and like i feel like we tried to do a couple little things to help her along but i honestly don't feel confident that anything we did helped i think her body just took its time and her placenta came out and like no one really breathed until the placenta came out because we were like you know still on like on our radar that she could hemorrhage and which is when we always say we celebrate it's not when you get there well, not when you're pushing. Nope. Not when the baby. Not comes when they're out. eight centimeters. Not when they're pushing. Not when the baby's out. When the placenta comes yes. out yep. and you haven't bled, we're like, Woo-hoo! yeah. Woo-hoo! And she like barely bled, and it was just like I don't know. There's just like such a sense of relief with it, and it was perfect. And her placenta came out, Duncan, which is yeah. That does not happen. Oh. No. Often. Oh yeah, we didn't tell you that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I said that. I went Duncan you went, I, and Schultz. I said dirty Duncan, and they go what? Yeah. <laughs> Because the placenta typically releases from the center and then it fills with blood. Mm -hmm. And then when it all disconnects, you get that little rush, that little gush of blood. And then the placenta comes out. It's all shiny Mm -hmm. because you get the shiny end with the membranes. Yeah. But hers must have peeled from obviously did peel from the um, the ridges first, the outside. But it's interesting because she didn't have any bleeding. Yeah. So like she had the separation separation gush, gush. but it must have like maybe leaked over the side or something together. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just chilling in her vagina for a while yeah anyway very so it was amazing and i was just so happy and i just i am so in love with her entire family yeah oh my gosh i like honestly told them that they adopted me i didn't really give them a choice in the matter when i did her two days i was like by the way you're just like all adopting at this point i feel like it would be unacceptable if i said that you could totally say that they would they would they would adopt you they're amazing it's fine Mm-hmm. Okay. Just don't look at your brother when his shirt is off because it's weird. Okay. <laughs> but they're all just so like they're one of the so families kind. where it's like their baby. Yeah. So they they take just as much responsibility of like feeding the kids and like getting their their kids food, their grandkids food. Like it's all their 
job they're yeah. just like so in love and it's, it's amazing like what families are supposed to be oh yes. right it's like it's like you, you know choose your tribe it's like she it's like was born into her tribe you yeah. know what i mean like her, her family she was is just born amazing. into her village also fun fact is that the reason they're all really comfortable like her dad was there and everything it, because like she attended her siblings' births as well, like their family had a culture oh, of all the siblings neat. attending each other's births. Yeah, that's right. I so about that's that. why that's really normal for them. It was so funny because they, I was listening to the conversation at one point, like during the labor or right after, and one of them goes, "Oh, well, was today going to be a chest day or a shoulder day?" Because I guess they, the two, the um, the dad of the baby and then his father in law, they go to the gym together. Mm-hmm. So well, they, they live uh-huh. like five minutes apart. Yeah, so, so they were like, "Oh, it was going to be a whatever day," and and oh, so and so has been running, so he's really getting in shape. And I'm like, "You guys are adorable." Yeah, like, no, he's they're not listening to our podcast. Yes, yes. So yeah, he when he's listening to our podcast, he can't breathe, so it's not good exercise. But no, they're amazing. Like they're just like such a joy to witness and like be in the center Do you remember of her sister was like i'm gonna go get a bagel and i was like um and she's like what and i'm like the baby is right yeah here, like here she's like well i don't know how any of this works like, <laughs> like are we talking like minutes or hours and everyone started laughing because we were like no you can touch the baby's head yeah and then do you remember her saying to her daughter like the bag is sticking out like i guess it's not weird if you want to yeah touch she it. offered if she wanted to feel and it her daughter was like no ah, which I'm surprised by. She's like all about it. So it was also really funny to see like her like sisters all bickering. Like they are definitely yes. sisters. Like they're all like fight. They had to like do a sign up list of like who was going to hold the baby first because everyone was oh like bickering goodness. with each other about who was going to hold first. It was just it made my heart so happy. So it's time for us to wrap this episode up. So I just wanted to like reiterate again that the point of this episode was to show that Sometimes birth does not go right, but more often than not, it does. And it's simple, and it works, and the body knows what it's doing, and we're really just there to witness it and not do anything about it. And it's important to talk about the times that it doesn't go right because it allows us to learn and to process and hopefully, like... Help someone else when it happens. Right, exactly. But it doesn't... I feel we hear all these crazy stories, when in reality, yeah, most of the time it does go really well. It's just we don't process as deeply perhaps like the ones that go really well so you don't hear them and as much. And sometimes people get angry at us when we say birth goes really well if it wasn't their experience right. because it feels invalidating to them. Mm-hmm. But we want the world to know that more often than not birth goes yes. really well and it's really simple and really beautiful and families come together in a beautiful way mm-hmm. and it's not always the case but when it is it is worth celebrating and validating and letting the women know who have those births that their story is also worth telling yes so the only other thing we have to say is cheers cheers, cheers. <laughs>